a podcast from Corey O'Connor. Hi and welcome. This is Corey. This is something that really gets my goat or cat. Perhaps. ABC News Australia has uh, this past week reported that councils are ramping up pressure on state governments to overhaul Australian cat laws. Cat runs where pet felines have to be contained and cat-free suburbs could become common across Australia if local councils, backed by scientists, have their way. This week, at a symposium in Perth on cats, scientists reiterated the massive toll cats take on native animals. They said many people didn't understand that domestic cats, as well as feral cats, were responsible for the devastation. Australia National University wildlife ecologist Sarah Legg estimated pet cats killed over 340 million native animals a year. She said, for a start, there's actually more pet cats in the country than there are feral cats, so we have over 5 million pet cats, but a bit over 2 million feral cats. Pet cats kill wildlife, but a lot of pet owners aren't aware of that because they don't see their pet cats hunting. But your cat will only bring back on average 20% of what it kills. Now I have some of my own opinions on that coming up shortly. The research found feral cats in the bush kill around 790 mammals, birds, reptiles and frogs a year, while a pet cat, if allowed to roam and hunt, kills about 186 of those creatures a year. Professor Legg said the management of pet cats fell to local government, but according to a recent survey, many councils were struggling to pass laws that kept pet cats contained. The professor said local governments are taking this very seriously and doing their best but they found the whole issue really frustrating and one of the reasons they found it frustrating was that they weren't supported by state government to get the job done. Ah, I see, money. It's reported that around 27% of Australian households have a pet cat and Professor Legg said about a third of those kept them indoors or within an enclosure, which is something I wanted to mention. How about the owner's take responsibility. I mean, it is in a cat's nature to hunt and containing them just inside the house is probably cruel. Some cats actually don't mind that. It really depends on the cat that you're talking about. But from my experience having a cat, uh, from from a kitten, I tried to walk on a lead, but he wasn't having a bar of that. He really didn't like it. But in his later years, my cat, Fluffy, had uh, a great time. In fact, if he heard the bell on his uh, collar rattle because inside there was no reason for him to have a collar on. Uh, We didn't let him out by himself. But whenever that bell rang a little, he would start meowing. He would sit at the door, purring, waiting for his collar to be put on because he realized that that was the only way that he was going to get out and be able to see outside. And of course, when you take him for a, a short walk, people, you get funny looks from from people and and that's fine you you don't usually walk a cat but some cats actually like that and fluffy realized that as an adult cat that hey this is how i'm going to be able to 
get outside. He used to uh, rub himself on the concrete, uh, particularly if it was a warm day. We've got stones in the front yard, so he would roll on that. He absolutely loved that. He'd go check out the grass and start eating it because, you know, it's a it's a health thing for cats. They'll often eat grass if they've, they've had something to eat that didn't really agree with them. It helps them bring it up. Uh, so he would often have a little bit of grass and he'd just have a wander around looking. That was taking care of your pet. Just let, having a cat saying, well, they're low maintenance. It's like, well, yes, for the most part, cats are. They can take care of themselves. You could pass them in the hallway and they'll just like, yep, hi, and just continue on their merry way. They don't, they're not like dogs. They don't need constant attention, but they need some. I mean, you take the responsibility of feeding and watering them and, and keeping them clean and healthy. Why not protect them? Because there's a lot of bad stuff that happens outside and not just uh, of the human kind, but of other animals. And do you really want your pet? Do you really want that pet bill? I mean, personally, I would uh, like to see dog numbers decrease. I know that's going to be really controversial, more controversial than any political view or health view that I might have, but I'm not a dog person. But I know that when I go for a walk, there are dogs. It's like one starts barking and then it sets off. It's like a chain of dogs barking. It's like you don't get this sort of crap from cats. They don't bark. Plus, it, it does make me wonder if councils are supporting this. They make money from registration fees for animals, dogs and cats. Any council that wants to go cat-free, how is that going to affect? Or does it, like, cat-free mean not allowing them out at all, except under, like, you know, if you're walking them on, on a lead? Like you're supposed to with dogs, yet I still see a lot of people, I know I'm harping on dogs, but I really don't like them. The smaller they are, the more yappy they are. But there are still a lot of people, despite signs up around saying you must have your dog on a leash at all times, they don't. And they also don't clean up for them. But unless uh, what, what they're proposing is cats can only be housed indoors and not allowed out at all, because otherwise councils will be cutting off their nose despite their face. And I understand it might cost more to try and police this than what the registration fees, annual registration fees would uh, cover. But still, that's a loss of money. And I know how much councils like to spend money ratepayers money. City of Quinana, south of Perth, the mayor there, Carol Adams, said there was strong community support to keep pet cats out of the city's sprawling areas of natural bush. And I understand that when it comes to bush, but we don't all live in rural areas. Now, although the cat symposium this week was addressed by Western Australia's Environment Minister, Rhys Whitby, the minister declined an interview with the ABC about the calls to reform the laws. Local Government Minister John Carey also declined to be interviewed, but released a statement saying that the existing Cat Act provided local governments with a range of powers to manage cats and the legislation would be reviewed next year as scheduled. But on a positive note, Professor Legg said public awareness of the impact of cats, both domestic and feral, was higher here than in other countries, and that Australia continued to lead the world with its network of cat-free areas protecting vulnerable native mammals. 
mean, just as I read through this story, I get the impression this is more to do with national parks and, and great open spaces where native mammals live. But it would be interesting to see a list of councils around Australia's uh, states and territories who are willing to go cat-free. Subscribe or follow Corey for brand new episodes. If your podcast platform of choice supports it, please rate and review my show. It really helps with the analytics. Also, bookmark my website, coreyoconnor.com slash pod. Thanks for listening. Corey O'Connor. Dot com.